This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Faithful. That word, that word. What does it mean to be faithful? To be full of faith during this season. There's so many ways to take that. Literally, infinite interpretations. But God, we want you to take our faithlessness and make it faithful. Take our mushy, stupid, little dumb hearts and make them good and make them belong to you. Because we're little trash rats without you. We're like Ratatouille without the cooking skills without you, God. And yeah, that guy's name is Ratatouille. It's not Remy. That's played by Pat Oswald. His name is Ratatouille. So Lord, during this Christmas season... That's our prayer, and I'm going to open it up to everyone else. Uh, Caroline, maybe you can start the prayer, and then if anyone else wants to pray, they can, and I'll close this out. But God, let's let's pray for th- faithfulness tonight. Lord, my brother Kevin mentioned Ratatouille, and that makes me think, it makes me wonder, God, was there a little Ratatouille in the manger uh, on the night that Christ was born. You know, with all the barnyard animals, there was a sheep, I'm sure, and cows. Uh, there certainly were rats, because uh, one thing that is true of all time, uh, two things, is your love and the fact that rats are going to be around wherever people are. And I think that it's kind of beautiful to to draw a through line, you know, through all of culture and time. Uh, that even way back when Christ was, you know, cracking his little eyes open for the first time, probably one of the first things he saw was he locked eyes with a sweet little rat. And uh, may we be a, a welcoming rat to all the friends and family in our life and the unbelievers. And the non-believers, God, make us rats to them. And we do know in the manger, according to uh, the, the late addition to the Bible, the little drummer boy, that the ox and lamb did keep time. And we'd like to believe yeah. <laughs> that maybe there's a little rat in the corner on upright bass uh. playing along with the rhythm section <laughs> <laughs> on that perhaps God. Oh, yeah. faithfulness. If anyone Rat-tat-tat-tat. else feels led to pray right now for anything. Oh, Lord, bless all the rats. <laughs> Amen. Lord. <laughs> May the rats not crawl into our wires today as we record. Amen. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for protecting the wires from the rodents. Oh, you know, we've talked about blessing this child, bless the child on this, but bless the rat. God, Mm. from the highest to the low, from the child to the teeny tiny little gray dude, from Mm. Mickey to Chuck E. Cheese, Chucky, to Remy. Can we name a fourth famous rat? Anything come to mind? Sure. Little mouse. Um, Charity Radigan, Church Mouse. A great mouse detective. Radigan, the great mouse co- detective that Caroline did confess to me six years ago that she was attracted to. <laughs> Looking all kinds of right. 
Stuart Little was a mouse, right? Stuart Little. He's part of the family. God, we pray for Stuart Little right now, Lord, wherever he might be. Uh, We enjoy his content so much, and we'd love to catch up with him, maybe in a Christmas special of some sort. Maybe some sort of Avengers team up in which Remy, Stuart Little, Radigan, (gasps) Mickey, Minnie, and and Caroline, the rat in Caroline's throat. Yeah. All team up. And God, we mm. pray all these things in your precious name. Amen. Here comes Amen. Christmas for me. And the tea is like yuck hard. Consider the source. Hey. God, consider the source. It's me. Oh, 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 my wife. I'm a fan of my mom. It's me, the source. Stop it, correct! Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Kevin, Good Christian Fun. Personal recordings on That's that, not like me. you during bath time or whatever. Like try to keep it professional. <laughs> Wait, did that sound like bit. Gerbert? <laughs> Hang on, Gerbert, Kevin. You know where's the line? I don't know. I didn't realize this, but uh, or if I've remembered it, I forgot. But Caroline, when she was over at my place last week. I did see she was looking at a text I'd sent, and my contact card is Gerbert. That's the picture for me. Yeah, it is. And I didn't know that, or I forgot about it, and it really oh, did a number on me. No, that's that's Ho Ho, the naughty elf, as played by Lauren Lapkus. A little, a little holiday sprinkle into the season. Ah, uh, yes. So it's not me, but it does kind of like it does kind of exist a little in that, that in that same register, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Good Christian. You told me what's that? Oh, go ahead. No, no, let's go. No, ahead. no, no, no. Classic Zoom stuff. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to I'm have Christmas Christian. Carol line. And I'm Kevin T. Porter. The T stands for Tinsel. That's right. Uh, good Christian Fun. And today, Good Christmas Fun yes. is the show where we talk about Christian pop culture and the music and the movies and the entertainment made for and made by Christians, especially Christians that only attend Midnight Mass on Christmas Eve or a Christmas Eve service or Christmas Day service, if you're truly out of your mind. Caroline, you had a little something to say before I accidentally interrupted you. What was that? Oh, I was only going to say that you had confessed to me also that the voice you use uh, for your small pup, Dexter, our other producer, is a bit of a Gerbert himself. And I was just wondering if you want to unlock that psychologically, like what's going on there. <laughs> well, that was our friend Chelsea that kind of gave it to him. But I, then I guess my interpretation of it was, yeah, yeah earned a little more sign of like, hi, hey, okay, well, my name's Dexter. He's a little stopped up is the thing. He is yeah. a little stopped up. He doesn't yell as much. Do you still use uh, the voice I feel like I gifted you and your family for Scampy? The kind mm. of like, I don't think so. Like that, th- does that Only with you, really. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Nathan doesn't care for giving Scampy a voice for some reason. Like it really freaks him out. So <laughs> I don't get to do it at home too often. Does he think it's real and, and he's freaked out by the implications? Does he get kind of confused <laughs> when it happens? He's like, wait, yeah, you can't talk. Reality starts to blur for him too much. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little crazy. Especially when we're both sick. I get that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Caroline came down with the old Omnicron. She's dealing with that. She's Omnicrumped up in her little bed right now. I got my Christmas cold. So apologies for the voice. But also, no, enjoy. (laughs) Hey, for some people, for some little freaks out there, this will be their favorite. This is cool. Yeah. A subgenre of uh, ASMR is Mm -hmm. stuffy. (laughs) 
nasally. Yeah, that's right. Caroline. Yeah, some sort of. Uh, we're doing a we're doing a format today called Singles Ministry. Once again, we're taking one single song and talking about for the whole time. And we thought it's good Christmas fun. Let's take a standard and really deconstruct it through the lens of our favorite little bagel, Lauren Daigle herself. That's right. Oh, come all ye faithful. Hence the prayers for faithfulness. But to do it, we need a little bit of help. So we're going to get it right now. Friends and folks, above all, she is our producer, and you may know her from Doughboys or High and Mighty and about two dozen other podcasts. Give it the hell up for Emma. Emma I didn't ask you pronunciation right before we got on. No, I think you nailed it. Oh, good, good, good. What's You're going to hear me gotten? on my isolated audio go like, It's okay. Most people get it wrong, so you, you nailed it. Thank Actually, you. most people just look at it and go, wait, how do I say that? <laughs> it's. It feels like it's pronounced exactly how it looks to me. So It um, is. It is. There's just a lot of consonants in a row and people mm-hmm. just trip stumble. Up. Yeah. yeah. We'll get scared. The, uh, What's the etymology of that historically? Is this uh what kind of name? I we think it's it's either German or Austrian. Okay. Something like that. Could have been, you know, butchered on uh, on the way through Ellis Island, so we don't know if that's what it's always been or mm-hmm. or what, but there's not many Erdbrinks in the world, so I'll it's take like it. A, a real sound of music name. Yeah. <laughs> Earth? Wait, because of Germany? And Austria. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. So. My family's basically the sound of music, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, yeah, y'all sing. Uh, Kevin, you might want to sit this conversation out because this is between two audio engineers, Emma and myself. <laughs> um, Emma, what's your what's your favorite kind of audio file? <laughs> I know oh. I got my faves. Yeah, do you want to do your top five first, Caroline, <laughs> and then let Emma answer? No, I'm just the guest. I'll let her take if you, it away. If you can name five audio formats, I'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> try, well, try MP1 through 4 <laughs> oh I think MP4 is a video file but yeah uh-huh. but it includes audio audios encapsulated yeah so we're, we're I'll in the ballpark okay we got the classic WAV file okay. I think it's WAV <laughs> I think it's WAV file but no it's and fine we it's good have, uh, we've got um, you know voice memo on iPhone <laughs> which comes out as what <laughs> That's uh, that's an app, Kevin. Heard of it? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being stupid right now. That's and that's, not, no, that's those really are, it. those are fun. Every time some me, some, someone sends me a voice memo file they recorded on their phone, it also sends me their address because it's usually labeled as their address. Is oh, that no funny? Way. They recorded it <laughs> because it automatically geotags it. So I used yep. to take voice memos all the time. And whenever mm-hmm. I wanted to revisit certain memories, I would just look up the geographic oh location. Sometimes it's just in the car, so it's I couldn't tell. It's a little map of your uh, psychoses going on there. Yeah, <laughs> or a really subtle way to dox yourself to someone <laughs> if you're not so. careful. <laughs> well, I think that's a, you know, that's a special relationship between a podcaster and their producer engineer. I think oh, yeah. that's a boundary that, that can be had. You've probably had to bleep oh, out yeah. so many addresses in your day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't someone going to ask me what my top five sound format <laughs> files are? Oh, well, sweetie, uh, it's Kevin not really Kevin put glasses on specifically to tell us what his top five audio file but, formats all right, take are. A, take a crack at it. Okay. Number one with the bullet, WMV, which was, I believe, a proprietary <laughs> Windows media file format. Nice. Right, now I'm trying to remember if that was a video format. 
Number two, AAC. iTunes popularized this. It was a revolution. You could put DRM on it, and you, you could compress more in a smaller format. Emma, Emma probably knows all about this, because when <laughs> iTunes first debuted, it was 128 kilobytes per second. Caroline, wake up. I'm here. No, no, no. This is awesome. <laughs> We're only on number two. Number two. <laughs> number three. Cool. I we take, still got like an hour and a half. <laughs> I'm going to take a little long walk to get to this one. But when I was a kid, Funny I dreamed story. of <laughs> MP3. And then I want to say AIFF. Mine. And then number five. It's got to be that WAV. Like, I, I need WAV. to know. Did you think it was called WAV? You know, I thought about it and I was like, I know I've only ever heard it called WAVE, but there's no E at the end. So... Right. You know, phonically, that's a WAV. Yeah, you're right. You feel me? You feel me? It's true. Yes. <laughs> All right. Are you doing crowd work right now? <laughs> you a little me. Okay, when, I, when I get sick. <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, Emma, we would love to know your background with faith, with the Lord, with everything Churchin. that was going on with church stuff in your life. Oh, You're yeah. a producer, and this is, yes, <laughs> we've we've been talking about you for as long as you've been producing us, which is, I guess, a few months now. And yeah. we're so excited to have you on. And for the listeners to also get to know you, so you're not just a, a voiceless name that they hear at the end of the episode, <laughs> yes. but that you're a real person. Um, I am. <laughs> so... <laughs> At least I think I am. <laughs> so we'd love to know uh, your history with all this stuff, with face stuff in your family. Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew, I grew up in church. Church was a big part of my family growing yeah. up. It was, a, it was a requirement every Sunday morning uh, until we got at the end of high school age. We were able to duck out and kind of do our own thing and not go if we didn't want to go. But mm-hmm. pretty much until we passed confirmation, it was... Wow. Your ass is in that pew on Sunday morning, no matter what you were doing the night before. Okay. <laughs> and Emma, were you springing out of bed every Sunday for that uh, church service, or was it a little bit of a struggle? Yippee, skippy. If by springing you mean my mom was pulling me by my ankle, <laughs> screaming, we're going to be late, then yes. <laughs> I relate. I relate. Were you Were you hard to wake up? I'm still hard to wake up. <laughs> so the, the thing that uh, my mom—did I talk about this before— the thing my mom would do to wake me out of bed earlier in the morning is I would put a little cup of water next to my bed, and then she would dip her <laughs> fingers in it and then sprinkle me with the <laughs> I water. She was going to put your hand in it so that you piss yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom would wake me up by humiliating me on a regular basis. <laughs> she said, God doesn't like that. Um, <laughs> was it holy water or just regular water? <laughs> it was regular water. It was That's just water cute. from the tank. A little sprinkle. My mom would... Um, like press on my stomach so I would feel like I need to go pee. Actually, this is worse than being pranked. <laughs> so then, and then you like kind of can't go back to sleep, you know? That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, that, just I mean, it, it was like after stomach. many rounds of probably like trying to get me out of bed and yelling at me. Right. And then, yeah, that was like a last Dutch ditch effort. Yeah. And a last Dutch yeah. effort. It's the last thing the Dutch people ever <laughs> tried as a technique. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to confess that at the age of 28, my mom still sometimes comes to my door and goes, are you going to get up soon <laughs> on the weekends? Like, are you are you good in there? <laughs> That's what the weekends are for. That's how we stay right. young is we have it our mommies true. ask us if we're about to wake Keep up. Keep our good skin. Yeah. Oh, what, what denomination is this, by the way, that you guys were going to when you were We kid? were, our church was Protestant. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was open and affirming since 1996. So it was like a very like 
free, love, spirited, everyone welcome kind of church. Everyone was sucking each other off in the pews. It's free love church. I'm imagining like Burning Man. You wouldn't have had to drag me to that church. (laughs) Oh, God. No, it was a a nice little community for sure. What was confirmation like for you? My confirmation actually was it's funny I thought it was like pretty normal until I talked to other people especially people who are in like strict Catholic churches and stuff and I was like wow our experiences were so different Um, when I was in confirmation our youth minister at the time was this guy named Rashan and I still to this day can't pronounce his last name Um, but he was from he grew he was from Sri Lanka but spent a lot of his childhood in New Zealand he had the coolest accent he had traveled the world like he was a very neat guy and I he his whole thing as we were going through confirmation was before you confirm yourself in this faith you should know what other faiths are out there and so we actually took wow a couple of months or a year I forget how long it took and we went to different church services of different religions all around the seacoast area of New England oh my god so we went to a Buddhist temple and learned how to meditate we went to a synagogue and we went to all of these different churches and sat through services or or youth group meetings and kind of like talked with other people of different faiths wow. to learn about them before we confirmed ourselves in the Protestant faith. Wow. Yeah. That it sounds really like neat. someone that took confirmation more seriously, I think, than like <laughs> the average Sunday school teacher because they're like, hey, yeah. this is like a marriage, you know, like you are choosing this person. So you got to go like Try the dating pool for a while, exactly. you know, before you commit. Are you Whereas sure? most churches are like, we will <laughs> tell you about our one religion from birth till now. And like, you have no other choice, basically. And if you don't so, like it, get out. We don't talk to you anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's nice. So yeah, then when you really chose cool. to be a lifelong Christian, it was really meaningful. <laughs> yeah, my 13-year-old self made a super educated decision. <laughs> she did. She did. As when all you know, 13-year-olds you know. can. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, Emma, leave yeah, that it in cool and double experience. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put some reverb on it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, we can add that to the theme song, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> That is the Omnicron. new theme song. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, we can do a rhythmic thing. Did yeah. you yeah. Did you care about what was the most it, like fun part of it at that time? Was it being with your friends at church? Was it the music? What was the most attractive thing? I mean, I had a, a one of my best friends growing up, Kate and I. We've been friends since we were five ish. I don't know, too young to too too long ago to remember exactly when, but we've been mm-hmm. friends for forever and her family went to the same church and we were the same age. So we went through confirmation together, which was great. So we got Aww. to go do all these things together. And I was like, of course I'll go. My best friend's gonna be there. Why wouldn't I go? Yeah. So that was awesome. But then we also picked um like mentors, like adults in the church to kind of like walk us through the process and to talk to. And Kate's mom was my mentor and my dad was Kate's mentor. So like my dad was there with us and Kate's mom. So it was kind of a, we had a lot of fun. We like went rock climbing together. We did all these activities that like weren't necessarily like religion focused. They were like crew bonding type thing. Yeah. This Chuck E. Cheese trip is going to be really formative for you in yeah. understanding Holy prayer. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that is so cool. I love that you guys also like kind of traded parents too as mentors and got to like even know each other's parents that in a different way than you probably would have. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was really cool. And Rashawn, our youth minister, used to do every Sunday after church, he would do this thing called coffee and conversation. And I grew up in a very small or 
fairly small town in New Hampshire. It's like very small town vibes. So we would walk from church to this cafe called Me and Ollie's down the street. And he would buy us all a coffee or a hot cocoa or a tea or whatever. And we would just like hang out and chat. And it wasn't necessarily talking about religion or anything. It was like school or boys or college application process or whatever's on your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, you, we could curse, we could say whatever we want. There was never any like, oh, no, you can't say that. This is a church thing. It was like very open and welcoming, I think in a large part because of Rashawn and who he was and how he, you know, wanted to show the youth that religion doesn't have to be all these rules and strict and boring. It can be fun and, and yeah. community can be beautiful and enlightening. And it was re- it was really neat. So I, I enjoyed my confirmation experience. I don't go to church now, but sure. wow. Way to it's go, Rashawn. What an amazing guy. Rashawn sounds like he's trying to work himself out of a job. He's yeah. like, yeah, you don't need this. <laughs> like, just do this by yourself. Wow. Yeah. In a good way, though. That is That's so special. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he was he was a cool guy. And I think it's, a, I mean, I like I said, I don't go to church now, but I don't, like, I, I'm glad I had that experience growing up because it was a very welcoming and open community. So it felt safe in a way that you could be like, hey, I'm struggling with this thing. So I'm going to talk about it here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was really nice. Yeah. That's great. I mean, all it takes is like for one person to not suck. Right. To have a good experience, especially a person in that like sensitive position of leadership and influence over kids and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, man. So, and then you get confirmed and then immediately stop believing in God. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. No, I mean, I still went to church and stuff. My my brother, uh, who was actually confirmed before me, but he's, he's special needs. So he's now 31, but mentally about four. So sitting through... The whole thing in, my, in our church was once you went through confirmation, you sat through sermons now and you didn't go to Sunday school. Like you didn't have a a room to go to and do other activities while your parents sat through sermons. So, but my brother being a special needs guy with the mentality of a four-year-old, sitting through sermons was never really great for him. It was pretty boring for him, I think. A lot of times he was flipping through a magazine that he brought with him or something else. So <laughs> we started, I started taking him instead of sitting through sermons, I would take him, my sister and I would take turns taking him to like the second grade Sunday school, but like we couldn't just drop him off there and leave him because he's a six foot two adult. <laughs> right. right. And the, and second graders are like children. So we would sit, we would go with him and just kind of like hang out with him and help him. But it was more beneficial for him. So I ended up going like backwards. I did confirmation and then I went to like second grade Sunday <laughs> school. Second grade stuff. <laughs> oh man. Were you ever like, man, I'm dying to know what's going on in that big sermon out there. <laughs> what are the adults Not talking usually. about? <laughs> freaking cool stuff. Uh, it kind of depended on who was preaching that day, whether it was Rashawn or our other minister at the time. Because I loved when Rashawn, Rashawn had a really great accent. So he's one of those people that like I could, he could have read the dictionary and I would listen. Oh. But like he, he also like would, the way he talked about faith, like before when we were even just like coffee and conversation was like a very approachable, real way. It wasn't like, you know, Bible verses that like nobody writes like that or talks like that anymore. What does that mean? I don't know what you just said to me, mm-hmm. but like Rashawn would say it in a way that made sense and I could understand it. And I was like, oh, I get why people subscribe to this and follow this and yeah. like live their life by this. That yeah. makes sense to me. <laughs> it is so funny. I still feel like this now in 2021 where certain people just being in proximity to them makes me believe a different thing for a temporary mm-hmm. brief moment. Like, <laughs> totally. I, oh, yeah. oh, as we're recording this, Thanksgiving is just a few days in the rearview mirror. And I mm-hmm. I went to a couple of Friendsgivings, the second of which were old friends of mine who, you know, were our 
Christian Christians. I used to work at the church with both of them that I used to work at. They got married super young, nine years ago. And yet their marriage and the way they conduct their family and being around them and the warmth and the presence of mind and empathy and their kindness, I'm like, oh, maybe I should have a Christian marriage. I don't know. Like <laughs> it makes, it gets me back in that mindset, the, yeah. the way that it sounds like totally. Sean, what had that effect on you when you were a kid where, well, coming yeah. from him, this sounds, yeah, this sounds like the way or yeah. a way that sounds good to me. Yeah, I also think it was partially just like luck of timing that like he became our youth minister right at the time that it was right before I was of the age to go through confirmation. So I got lucky that he and there's a part of me that's like, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think things happen for a reason. And so that he was there to show me what I needed to learn from this experience. And like, Mm. I still even like the Buddhist temple we went to visit is the one that sticks out in my mind the most because I was like, we're gonna, this is a Protestant church. It's Christianity and we're going to go to a Buddhist temple and like that's so cool and I it was in the woods and it was this big like dome building with all these windows on the top and they taught Mm. us how to meditate and I still use what they taught us that day to this day before I go to bed or when I'm stressed out or when I'm anxious it's like when she's cutting one of our episodes and she has to bleep out a bunch of stuff (laughs) Caroline and I said (laughs) that's so cool I was going to ask which of those like uh, you know field trips to other churches stuck out to you and I was wondering if the Buddhist one would too and I, I love that too, because uh, in, in sometimes sometimes in my upbringing, you know, other religions were brought up as like this is all the reasons they're not the way or whatever. And then if you did interact right. with something, even if you went to something like as simple as yoga, like there was a danger of you being inf- infected by right. demonic spirit spirits or just some sort of like spiritual weirdness that would happen or if peaceful you entered, breathing. Yeah, like entered another <laughs> building where another religion was going on. And I think it's uh it's cool that Rashawn not only exposed you to different ideas, but taught you like there's nothing to be afraid of here. And like, yeah, you can still be a Christian and you could still learn from these people. And also like you're not going to get infected or whatever. <laughs> like right. you can just learn from this and and share time with these people. Yeah, totally. Like we all in theory believe the same things, which is to be a good person and to like not fuck everybody else over. <laughs> like, yeah. That's the basic principle of most religion, right? <laughs> Boom, right there. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> don't be kind. fuck everyone else. This is such an East Coast <laughs> approximation of like the tenets of yeah. faith. It's like, don't be a dick. <laughs> Don't be a fucking gabagool about it. (laughs) Don't fuck them over. Yeah. Don't be a wicked big asshole. You know. (laughs) Okay. See, she knows. She's conversant. She can speak. That's cool. Uh, And then, and then, what did faith become to you afterwards when you when you stopped attending and stopped started becoming less relevant to you? What was that? Um, I still, I think I still, I still have faith. I just don't know if I have faith in like. God, the way that religion necessarily talks about God and all that. I think I think the Bible is full of wonderful lessons, whether or not you believe them to be true stories or fictional stories, regardless, the lessons are good. And I am more of a an energy person. Like if you put good energy out into the world, you're gonna get good energy back. And if you put bad out there, that's what's gonna come back to you. And like karma, I very much like when people do bad by me or by people near me, I am always just like, well, you know what? Karma will come for them and they'll pay for that someday mm-hmm. if that truly was, you know, poor intent or malicious in any way. Just it's I'm not here to judge other people. I'm here to just like have a good time and, you know, just like yeah. 
put put the good vibes out there so that they come back. And if other people want to put ba- bad vibes out, then like go for it. That's going to come back and bite you in the ass, though. So good mm-hmm. luck with that. <laughs> yeah, karma is always such a good one. Like not only in just like the way uh, it it helps you remember like everything comes back around to you, right. but even just what you said. Like if someone wrongs me, I'm like it's going to come back to them and it's it like keeps you from fixating on like how you need to like bring justice to the situation right you know? yeah or, like, like teach I'm not them a lesson <laughs> yeah right. yeah it's it's a cool way to like remind yourself of your own limits and and focus on like the good things in your life that you do care about you know right like why waste your time trying to prove to someone else that they're wrong or that like you did like why are you why am i the person that's supposed to bring justice to this other person like yeah. that's not that's not my that's not where I should spend my energy like I just it's like even when people are like haters online I'm usually just like wow I'm really sorry you had an awful day today I really hope tomorrow's better and they're like I don't know what to say to that yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's like a a arm wrestling meme uh to be had here of people who believe in karma people who believe in eternal hell and then the middle is like (laughs) they'll pay for that later (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, way. but in a way, karma is is a kinder version of because yes, the evangelical Christian version of karma is, oh well, they will be tortured for the rest of eternity. For eternity, forever. <laughs> yeah. In this idea I think that's partially, that brings a little smile to my face. <laughs> yeah, that, God's justice gets me in a giddy little mood. <laughs> partially what, Emma? Oh no, I was gonna say I think that's partially. Uh, why the whole like heaven and hell of Christianity like doesn't compute for me like I'm just if God is this all loving person or or creator that loves all things like then he understands we make mistakes he taught us to make mistakes or put that in our DNA or our beings or however you think about it so like why is like one thing that's a mistake gonna send me to hell I put said mistake with air quotes like why is that going to send me to hell? One thing I did, like, say in my 20s, it damns me to hell forever when I still have, mm-hmm. hopefully, many, many decades to live. I think that's silly, and that's why I like the concept of karma better, because it's like, if I'm a shitty person today, someone might be shitty to me tomorrow, but if I'm a good person today, someone might be good to me tomorrow, and I think it comes around more quickly than, like, a lifetime. Sure. You know? <laughs> I don't think there's, like, a tally of, like, good things and bad things. And, like, if your good is higher, you get to go to heaven. If your bad is higher, you go yeah. to hell. Like, that's that's The recipe for making to you me. feel crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, what if the bad thing that you're putting out is a podcast every Wednesday <laughs> and Friday? Then what's the karmic payback Wait, for Kevin, that? Wait, Kevin, we need to start a third podcast that is to just— To cancel it uh, out? Yeah, to—, to. <laughs> reconcile us back to God. Yeah, it's we're all just good like things. nice to everyone that we talk about on this show. <laughs> no, all podcasts, all hell is full of podcasters. No, <laughs> you do believe I in hell, so. but just for podcasters. Okay, yeah. that's, that's that seems true. We'll all be there, and then uh, it'll sound great, though. Yeah, the acoustics will be amazing. The conversation is right. incredible. Uh, Joe Rogan won't be there, though. He doesn't get to come, no. unfortunately. <laughs> Joe Rogan yeah. doesn't get to go to hell. He gets to go to heaven? <laughs> he has to go to heaven. That's his point. He can't be in podcaster hell. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I barely think of him as a podcaster, even though that's literally what he is. You think like, of him like, more as like a mentor or a life coach? He's like more of an aspirational <laughs> figure, a hero. I don't think of him as a Are podcaster. Are his episodes more like the Bible for you? <laughs> 
in that they're longer than they should be and very boring and full of problematic people? Yeah, they are. Hey. I think it's because his show's been around for so long. It like almost predates podcasting. Yeah. It does. I know. Oh, it's, it's kind so of long. weird. Oh, yeah. Joe Rogan, we love you so much. Come on anytime to GCF. Just kidding. No, Caroline's face is no, not good karma right there. Good karma right there. <laughs> Oh, gracious. Well, Emma, thank you for unpacking your spiritual journey for us. Thank you, Emma. Where you're at. Of course. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, imagine a world, if you will, where you have an extra hour in your day. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to go for a run? Are you going to take a nap? Are you going to read a book? Are you, hey, you know, listeners of this show, are you going to pray? Are you going to perhaps read not only a book, but maybe the good book? Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what it is that's important to you and to make that a priority. And guess what can help you do that? Therapy. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And I can attest to this personally. I've been in therapy for 11 years now, and it has helped me tremendously to figure out my priorities, to figure out where my time is going and why, and how to focus on the things I need to focus on and shy away from the things that I actually don't care about, but I just kind of get in autopilot and I'm not feeling and dealing and tuning into my body in real time. Therapy helps with all of that. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GoodChristianFun today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GoodChristianFun. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Good Christmas Fun. It's time once again for Singles Ministry. That's that's Santa. He Santa likes listening to music too. He's got a little playlist <laughs> for the elves in the in the workshop. Emma, uh, it's the season. We'd love to know about your relationship. I mean, with Christian pop culture, it sounds like there probably wasn't too much of one, unless you listened to stuff <laughs> growing up, maybe. A little bit. I mean, my my dad was the praise choir director at my church oh, for a yeah. long time, and I grew up singing in that with him. And like, I took voice lessons all through high school and stuff. Oh, wow. and was in musical theater, and so my sister and I sang in church together a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we, but we were the whole point of praise choir was that 
it wasn't, we didn't have to pick things like out of the hymnal like the regular choir did. We did more like contemporary or pop songs or, I mean, there was boundaries for sure. You couldn't just like pick any Christina Aguilera (laughs) thing and sing it. But like it had to have some, sometimes my dad was like, you're pushing it, but it could be a love song to Jesus. So we'll go with it. Nice. (laughs) And that was the Jail Yard Tango from Chicago. (laughs) Uh, It's called the Cell Block Tango, Caroline. Thank you very much. It's actually called the Steven Sondheim, number one fan, has logged on. He didn't write Were that show. Were you crying show. in Times Square, Kevin? That was candor and Ev, and I was. <laughs> Even Lynn got me that day. I didn't think it could be done. <laughs> okay, so musical theater. Yes, and, okay. And uh, praise choir so you stuff. Were singing, but you were singing probably a lot of different songs, but you also probably got some, like, contemporary Christian in there. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, like, we... I remember doing, I was actually, I was thinking about this earlier and I was trying to remember some of the songs that we did and uh, there it's fuzzy and I don't know if that's good or bad, but my, my memory <laughs> sucks. But I know we did like When the Saints by Sarah Groves, which is uh, like kind of a religious oh, tune. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, we did some, um, we did uh, a lot of like, cu- like revamped versions of like, we did a Wade in the version of Wade in the Water that was like Ooh. way different from the way, like we just would like try to like. We'd bring in little instruments or, like, other people. There was, like, seven or eight of us on a good day and then just, like, me and my dad and my sister on a bad day uh, doing these (laughs) songs. And it was just, like, kind of whatever. People would bring stuff and be like, what do you think we can make this work? Or we'd do, like, little mashups or whatever. Just to kind of keep it a little more fun and interesting. Fun, Yeah, it was fun. Fresh. Yeah, my mom, my mom was that we were talking about this actually not too long ago. And she's saying it was funny because like we'd be practicing at home with my dad for our songs at church. And my sister and I would be like killing each other no that's my part no you sing that harmony i want the lead there and we'd be like cursing each other out and fighting and she's like isn't this all supposed to be like for all love welcoming church music and we were like fuck you that's Shut my harmony fuck up, mom <laughs> i'm not fucking doing this anymore Slam worship. Door. this is my moment <laughs> yeah worship me oh uh, is there anything more important fun. than who gets the solos yeah so but funny. at the end of the day it's all fun and goose and good laughs Oh, yeah. It's like you got to sing the first verse without me, and I you I get to sing the second verse without you, and it's like yeah, but there's harmonies yep. on the second yeah. verse. No, I'm with you, and Emma, I think you were right. <laughs> you had a yeah, point. I would stand by that today. I uh, I I do. I haven't sang in a church choir in so long. I did get to sing in a Christmas Same. Eve service at a little church. Uh, last time was two years ago. It was Christmas 2019. Wow. And I and I miss it. I really do. I really do. It miss was it. fun. It was a fun thing, especially as like a young high school like kid trying to figure it out and like in musical theater. And like I was a fat theater nerd and like I just felt self-conscious all the time. And like, but there was something about church that was like not it was just like, I don't know, even if I fuck it up, these people will tell me it was great. Oh, so yeah. I can like <laughs> kind of just be and do and practice and try things yeah. and like it's kind of okay. And that was really helpful all church <laughs> performances nice. bowling with the bumpers on no matter what Everyone oh yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you are whitney it. houston if you just even right. dare to get in front of that microphone you know <laughs> right exactly which era whitney houston caroline <laughs> <laughs> what's that mean <laughs> well you know i mean there's a good era and then maybe a less good era of whitney yeah well i guess <laughs> that depends on your your talent <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but for Christmas, for Christmas tradition and whatnot, yeah. do you does your family still have anything that they do? Any music in particular that totally. they gravitate towards? What's going on there? Yeah, I mean, we definitely used to sing in church all the time. Um, on Christmas Eve, we didn't. We never went. We were never a midnight mass family. 
Protestant churches don't, I don't know if all Protestant churches don't do that, but ours definitely didn't. We had a 4 p.m. like kids service where there was like a pageant for the little kids. We put on a little pageant and tell the Christmas story. And it was like a short, easy breezy service. And then there was like the 8 p.m. service that was more of a traditional Christmas service with a sermon and like more for the adults. Um, We usually just went to the early service. Like I said, my brother doesn't sit through sermons too well. (laughs) So we never, and we usually go see family on Christmas Eve. So we used to just go to the, to the earlier service, but we would sing like little carols and stuff. And we still listen to all of the Christmas music and Christmas carols while we set up our tree, which we just did this past weekend. And yeah, so it's we still listen and and uh, my dad always puts on like Gregorian chants on Christmas Ooh. Eve while he put because my parents keep all of have always oh. kept all of the presents hidden away until we went to bed on Christmas Eve and so it looked like there was nothing under the tree until Christmas morning kind of thing. Wow, still, yeah, and we still do it because my brother still believes in Santa Claus. Oh, so sure, we still, yeah, we still play the game in our, my house, which is partially why I love Christmas because you kind of get to revert to childhood and it's mm-hmm. like Santa's coming. Put the milk and cookies out. We write a note. We yes. make reindeer food and put it on the lawn and like oh, do the whole thing. Cute. But my dad always puts like traditional like Gregorian Christmas Eve chants on while we put the trees, the presents under the tree, and that's still we still do that every year. I love the solemnity of putting the. <laughs> presents under the tree like this pair of socks yeah and everyone's <laughs> frowning when you do it right emma everyone's just like stone face putting things yeah. and organizing no joy to building be the pile yeah. yeah exactly oh, that sounds cool That's i do so cool. wonder what the state of santa belief is in the culture worldwide and nationwide just given that now you could google is right. Santa real? Wow. Has and smartphones then, ruined children yet, in a, yet another way? In yet another way. Maybe. Where, where yeah, was the Black Mirror episode about this? Yeah. Wasn't there a Christmas Black that. Mirror episode, actually? <laughs> about a child just Googling, is Santa real? Yeah. <laughs> and the answer is no, and then he's sad. The episode and was, was in black and white. It and it was really five minutes long. <laughs> Super quick. That's probably why I don't remember it. But, but there's so many things to verify or not verify like when you're a kid, you just believe people and you're like, okay, sounds good. But you gotta, you gotta do your own research as so many yeah. of my family members have done about this waxing, as they call it. To, um, <laughs> yeah. Would, would you, Are they that, getting waxed? Well, that's what you call it on Instagram <laughs> so that the little notifications don't come up about they COVID-19. They do a full Brazilian on you. You guys don't know this. The waxing. They do. I'm like, give it to me twice. <laughs> They inject that shit in you and all your little oh hairs God. fall out immediately. <laughs> and then you make a little Christmas tree out of them. Is Do that research? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wonder I wonder what that is. I, I hope kids point. don't Google Santa. Don't no, Google. that's like one of the things I love about my brother so much is that like his innocence is like impenetrable. You could look him in the eye and say, Santa's not real. And then two minutes later, he'd be like, Santa coming? And it's like, yeah, buddy, <laughs> yes. Santa's coming. <laughs> Keeps it alive year on year. Yeah, unsinkable. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about how kids do the <laughs> the Christmas pageant, which is mm-hmm. so cute. Like little children, you know, pretending to be like a little wise man and like a little yeah. Mary and Joseph and like the small kid plays the baby or whatever. Always. <laughs> I was thinking, what if uh, ch- for oh, Easter no. children uh, did the crucifixion as well? The, cru- the crucifixion <laughs> the pageant? The Easter pageant where they kill a kid? Yeah. <laughs> little child like on a cross like a little oh, Roman God. soldier with the spear in his side <laughs> I'm a Roman soldier shiv shank oh gosh <laughs> forgive them father guilty, they know guilty. not what they do <laughs> church doesn't promote violence I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> never has never will never will wow 
Oh, an Easter. I mean, surely it's happened in the history of church in America. I'm sure. Right? I am 100% sure this is like on, there's like a million of these on YouTube now that I've thought of it, but oh man, that would kill <laughs> oh. me. I don't know if that's a YouTube search I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's dark web. Oh Lord. Yeah, deep, I gotta, deep, deep dark web. I got to come up with some new Christmas traditions because this is the first Christmas with my little new family member, my special guy, Dex, Dexter. And Aww. I got to figure out a new rhythm for us because this will be my third Christmas in a row, not going home. So Christmas Day is already, I'm starting to dis- disassociate from the idea of family and spending time with family on Christmas mm-hmm. Day. Now it's just, what am I going to do? So it's a real opportunity for me and Dexter to... Uh-huh. Get into some trouble, I guess. I this don't know. is my first Christmas with my fur baby too. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. We actually, sweet. when we went to get our tree yesterday, we were we go to this farm in New Durham, New Hampshire, that's on the top of a mountain. So they have snow up there already, and it was the first time she saw snow. And I was terrified because she's from she came from Florida, so I was like, no way, this dog is gonna <laughs> right. tolerate. And she's short hair. I was I'm like, no way, girl. she's gonna like the snow. I'm just like. <laughs> Hoping that she can tolerate it enough to like not hate me every time we go outside to go to the bathroom. And she was loving it. She was running around. She was peeing in it. She was like playing with it, chasing other dogs. I was like, hell yeah, I'm so here for this. But I'm like want to buy her a million things for Christmas. And I'm like, she doesn't understand what this is. Right. Is there a dog Santa, like a different Santa just for dogs? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Caroline, because there are a few... Movies dedicated to this premise. There's no. Snow Buddies. Uh, and then I, there's Snow Buddies to the search for Santa Paws. Um, and, and you can watch those. At any and time Santa on Paws Disney is played Plus. by a dog? I believe so. No, it's wow. actually, uh, no, it is a dog. It is, <laughs> in fact, a dog. Uh, but yeah, that's I can't cool. wait to watch those. Well, that's oh, a tradition. Snow Buddies yeah. and Santa Buddies, excuse me. Santa buddies. Santa buddies. Yeah. Santa, right. Santa buddies. Paws. It was a good one though. They should have used that. Well, Santa Paws. There is a there there is. The the sequel is called The Search for Santa Paws. So that's oh, okay. a Santa starring buddy. Tim Allen. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a credible Santa. And we actually had co- I had COVID last year over Christmas with my family, which we were talking oh. about earlier. But uh my brother loves like home alone slapsticks slapstick style like comedy stuff like old movies like that so we watched all of the Home Alone movies and all of the Santa Claus movies and like all in one day it was the most insane day but it was so it was the perfect medicine for COVID (laughs) I hear those Santa Claus movies get kind of weird they do like go on they do (laughs) because the premise at first is like oh this regular Joe you know murder Santa and then becomes him but then he's just Santa Right, the other and it's two. just weird other problems that pop up that he yeah, has to handle. Yeah, it's just like, well, what's Santa going to do about this? It's not like a fish out of right. water anymore. It's just like day-to-day Santa issues. <laughs> it's like this dude murdered Santa, and we gave him multiple seasons of a TV show for it. Oh, right. <laughs> I, guess, I mean, yeah, he deserves it, I suppose. Does he try to get drunk as Santa, but then like beer keeps turning into hot chocolate or something like that? <laughs> I don't even remember, but I hope so. <laughs> like a great problem. He's like, I'm sad. I want to get drunk. It's hot chocolate. Does it at least have like peppermint schnapps in it or something? <laughs> nope. No. That's the Santa, There's whipped cream. Famously a teetotaler in the Santa lore. He's like, not a sip for me. And was, <laughs> I can't. They're like, come on, Tina. Drink with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but this song, O Come All You Faithful, we, we're listening to 
a version of it uh, by mm-hmm. the gal herself, Lauren the Bagel Daigle. We were going to talk about one of those songs last week, and then we just ended up talking to all of you, the listeners on the phone. That was so fun. Uh, but we wanted to give her her due. Oh, come all you faithful. Caroline, I'm going to start playing it. Do you want to try to hit the goalposts for the intro of the song, perhaps? Here we go. Okay, here we go. This is <laughs> Oh, Come All You Faithful. It's Christmas time out there, folks, so make sure you got those presents wrapped. Make sure your beer is turning into hot cocoa because no one's getting <laughs> drunk tonight. It's a night to worship the Lord, and I hope that as your little kids are playing baby Jesus, that, that, <laughs> that they're doing the best they can, and you're supporting oh, them in their thespian roles. <laughs> I kind of got lost in the sauce there. And triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the Here we go. Drop it. Two, three, four. <laughs> uh, this is very restrained. Wait, I want, I want to skip ahead to the little horny horn yeah, solo. Baby. Caroline, you hear that sound? What? What does that sound like to you, baby? Like New Orleans, like maybe something she's craving a little bit <laughs> craving of. Craving some jazz. Craving the jazz. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this is horn. Oh come, Good all horn. you faithful. What do y'all know about the history of this song? Its origins. I know it's not originally in English. It was in Latin. It was in Latin. Right? Nice. Yeah. 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 Quick little Wikipedia cursory glance gave me an education. What I also yeah. know is that if you search this song, it looks like it was written and originated by Pentatonix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, should, wasn't it? <laughs> should I play that real quick? <laughs> what? Definitely a different vibe. Pentatonics, <laughs> I mean, this is our karma as millennials for all the bad things we did. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is, is pentatonics a net positive or negative for the world? I can't tell. I can't either. Because it, it kind of depends on the song. Some songs a cappella, I'm like, that's fucking beautiful. Play yeah. it again. And sometimes I'm like, stop <sighs> popping in my ear. <laughs> I, get, I I don't know, man. They're talented. I, uh, I, I don't like the vibe. You know, it's it feels it feels cringy, right? It feels a little bit right? not Who's right. their core demo? Is it Mommy's? I think it's like Glee yeah. runoff, like yeah. millennials, you know? Like Harry Potter adults? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harry Potter mm-hmm. adults. Sorry if you're listening. You are a Harry Potter adult. 
Which, by it's the okay. way, there's nothing wrong Just with that. Sorry. As long as, long as you're not, a, yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking for that Disney Plus show where it's Harry Potter themed weddings. <laughs> In addition to the Disney adult weddings. That Kevin's they do watching offer. Disney fairy tale weddings right fairy now. Fairy tale weddings on Disney Plus. I didn't know that existed, and I'm not sure if I want to know it exists. Good time. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, yeah. Is it good? <laughs> it's not good, but it's great. <laughs> It's the craziest show on TV. So, yeah, I guess this originated in maybe the 1700s. The author is of mysterious origin. They're not sure who it could be. It might be a French hymnist named John Francis Wade, who did, in fact, write it originally in Latin, Adeste Fidelis. It could have been King John VI in Portugal. Uh, but the first version of it pops up in the mid-1700s. Uh, Emma, can you take that and double that uh, in the final mix? <laughs> Be so discreet. <laughs> and uh, and then it was translated finally into English by a Catholic priest named Frederick Oakley. So this is an old, of old, Oakley old sunglasses. Song. Yeah, the yeah. the founder of Oakley sunglasses. We owe he the also 90s translated to him. Oh, he was a re- he was literally a Renaissance dude. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so that in, in in some versions it has as many as eight verses, which of course are not uh, as widely sung. One of which include the verse "God, God, God of God, Light of Light, Lo, He abhors not the virgin's womb, very God begotten, not created. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ. Yeah, the Lord. I hadn't heard that one before. Nope. So not they one, give a little bop. As they go on. I know it's like those versions of This Land is Your Land where you realize, oh, it's a protest song about America sucking. (laughs) Uh, But this one's about he doesn't abhor the virgin's womb and neither do I. Okay. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I I don't abhor it. (laughs) Now, can you define abhor abhor for those who have no fucking clue what that means? (laughs) Oh, abhor is like detest. I despise. I abhor. Yes. Uh, this uh, that's one of those Bible words that I feel like my as a kid I heard in <laughs> verses and I was like I have no idea what you're saying. Well, it's that. hard because it sounds so close to adore. Adore and abhor mean the exact opposite things, but Whoa. especially when you're exactly singing and your yeah. enunciation's different, yep. things get slurred. Yep. You're abhorring and adoring, <laughs> and no one knows which. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did yeah. you sing this one in a choir or at church at all, Emma? Definitely Must on have. Christmas Eve, I think. Yeah. I don't know if we ever did it as praise choir. I think it was one of those like hymns that the whole church stood up and sang together. Sure, yeah. Um, but when when I was in high school, my brother's three years older than me, so he was a few years ahead of me, but he used to go with his uh like aide and a couple of the other special needs kids would go to this church every Friday that was like around the corner from our high school and they would have like a pizza party lunch and hang out mm-hmm. and the minister would ha- they would like sing songs and stuff and they loved it and my brother adores this song it's like his favorite christmas mm-hmm. song ever he could oh. listen to it on loop the minister of that church actually made him one year a cd with 20 different versions of oh, come on, oh, wow. <laughs> so and we're gonna listen to all of them right <laughs> here we go <laughs> No, he listened to that CD like every night going to bed, like 20 different versions of Oh Come All You Faithful. And oh I was gosh. like, this is absurd. But he loved it. He loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was telling Kevin when he texted me about uh, picking a Christmas song, I was like, I have to do Oh Come All You Faithful because my brother is obsessed with it. And I think we listened to the Nat King Cole version like sure. three or four oh, times that yesterday. Was so good. <laughs> setting yes. up our tree. 
It is kind of chant-like too, you know, if, it, if you're talking like that. Like there is a rhythmic, like soothing quality to it. Well, yeah. and to put it into podcast terms, lyrically, this song is a call to action. Wow. Like yeah. we do in our mid-roll ads and our reads. <laughs> it's come, all you faithful, get 20% off your new savior with the code <laughs> Messiah. <Come>. Yeah. <laughs> It's come, all you faithful. So the I don't know what the unfaithful do as far as that goes, but it's an invitation. They don't get promo codes. No they, come they don't. They don't get anything no else. No promo codes for them. Yes. So there's that, and it's just like most uh, Christmas songs. It's just about the birth. It's just setting the scene of, hey, isn't it crazy? This guy was born. Wow. Exciting. Anyway, mm-hmm. adore him. Let us adore him, please. Yep. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> Is there a version of this song, Caroline, that you grew up with or or have a particular affinity for? Um, it makes me think of singing it in choir, too. I just mm-hmm. remember there being some really boss harmonies, you know, when you get to the, oh, come let us adore him, you know? Which, of oh, course, yeah. I never had to sing because I'm a soprano one, so I'm on the melody. <laughs> hey! <yeah. laughs> okay. See, I was an alto, so I was always oh, only my gosh, on the harmonies. You the hardest parts every time. <laughs> Every time, like, I heard what the altos had to sing, I was like, damn, I'm glad I'm not doing that. Like, oh, that's not even music, is it? (laughs) It's like the absurd notes. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but I I like this song, too. And I think, like, it's one of those weird ones where I get, like, strangely uh, reverent, you know, despite myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, yes, let us chant for, like, the the worshiping. It's very nice. It does kind of, this version especially, too, is a little, like, meditative Mm -hmm. in, like, the way it Mm -hmm. starts with just kind of the beat, like, the steady and, like, the horns and stuff. It feels like if you were to, like, lay down and close your eyes and listen to this, you could, like, find a nice, like, vibrational plane to hang out in for a moment. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Just us and Daigle. Yeah. (laughs) Out in the astral plane. (laughs) (laughs) Just hanging out on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Do you have a connection with this? one kevin other than the fond memories of singing in choir uh the last couple years and yes the split harmonies of it it's one of those that i do find fascinating that it's persisted given how ancient it is i feel like most of the christmas songs that we like you can trace back to oh it was you know a couple people in the 50s wrote it or whatever i had no idea how old this one was Mm mm-hmm very, very Well, it's old. like, I was thinking about this yesterday when we were listening to Christmas music while we were setting up our tree and Spotify kind of took a turn and like took it out of what we were listening to and into just like random Christmas music. And I think it was like Christmas music of today. And it was like a bunch of pop stars singing like Christmas songs. And I'm just not into that. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't want like the EDM version of O Come All Ye Faithful. No. I don't you need don't. that. It doesn't feel right to no. me. I mean, feel free to disagree, but like, Remake. I'm not trying to twerk to Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I know what you mean. No, Take I mean, it back to the classics. Yeah. There, there's a regular segment we do on the show called Cover Me. Cover Me. In which we talk about covers or whatever the song is that we're talking about. For this, I mean, there's no shortage of... Covers. They're all covers. I mean, yeah, they're literally any version of this song you can find is a cover, including uh, versions I found by, you know, your run-of-the-mill CCM bands like Casting Crowns, Third Day. Third Day, I kind of like their version of it, actually. Yeah? Of course, uh, the queen, Amy Grant, has her own kind of rustic acoustic cover on one of her four uh, Christmas albums. Uh, but then I did find a version by Kirk Franklin and the Family. 
which feels good. I'm listening. A little R&B, a little I'm waiting in the return aisle at Dillard's uh, to return my sweater vest music. Here. <laughs> An old twist on a new class. Yeah. This is what he does. It's like it is it is that modern that you think maybe Emma, you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but then it's choir, you know, Mm -hmm. and and I'm back into it. Yeah, I'm all for that. That's cool. It's more like I don't need Justin Bieber rapping it at me, you know? (laughs) And of course the version I'm playing right now is by Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. Can you believe it? She can sing, y'all. The Lauren Daigle version I found to be very funny. It's a very, she sustains the first chord in the first half of the song in a way that is like kind of riffing around and playing with mm-hmm. it and her whole thing. And honestly, I wanted to clown on it, but I ended up really liking her version of it. Like, I like the it New too. Orleans yeah. jazz thing. I do too. Yeah. yeah. She also has like such a like smooth and buttery, sultry voice that like yes. almost reminded me of like a, like, a, do you know Carol Emerald at all? Like, kind of like that. Or Mm-mm. maybe even Adele a little bit. Like, Definitely there's just something Adele. about it. It's like, I could probably listen to you sing anything and I'd be fine with it. Like, it's got a good yes. good funk to it and I like it. All right, Caroline, you got another member to add Yay. to the Adele fan club. Or the Lauren Daigle <laughs> fan club that you said. Adele Daigle fan club. Adele goal. Adele goal. Sure. Yeah, she gets a lot of Adele comparisons. Especially if you ever hear her do, like, one of her belty songs. Big big Adele vibes with that. I mean, it's not. It's comical. It's yeah. comical how much of very similar. I mean, Emma, listen to this. Me, I will never measure up. Right. Yeah. Am I more than just the sum of every high and every Y'all like the new Adele album? It's pretty good, right? Love it. I haven't listened to it yet. I feel bad I haven't done it yet, but I will. Yeah. It's on my list. When you have the moment, yeah, try to listen all the way through. It's great. I watched her concert thing that she did at Griffith. Um, My mom was watching it, so I I caught most of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) during dinner. The one with the surprise proposal. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was wild. And part of me was like, oh, damn, if my boyfriend ever did that to me, I would be like, you need to tell jail. me what to wear at least. Jail. The fact that, yeah, oh, to be in front of all those celebrities and like be in jeans, I'd be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and the fact that they have to sit in their shame next to Lizzo and Lizzo. Melissa McCarthy yeah. and they're like, hi. Hey. <laughs> Okay. That was wild. And then they kept cutting through while Adele was singing and she's just like sobbing and snotting all over oh, herself. Poor I'm like, thing. get this poor girl a wet <laughs> napkin or something and give her a second. Yeah. I'm pro Adele. I think she's a great yeah, me too. celebrity. I You're mean, going out I on a limb there. I couldn't love anything. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's great at being a celebrity is what I mean. Like her press tour has been delightful start to Very finish. Delightful. Yeah. Yes. She's not always trying to be like front and center in the spotlight. Like she pops up when her album's ready and she's like, look, I made a thing. And then she yeah. kind of disappears and is like, I'm going to go back into my creative cave and do my thing. And I appreciate that about like her. She's not always in your face, yeah. which is why when her new stuff comes out, you're like, fuck yeah, I'll give that a listen. Yeah. I haven't listened to this exactly. in a while. Yeah. The Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. of music where she only rare. puts something there out every go. five or six years, but you pay attention when she does. 
Yeah, it was and good. it's always worth the wait. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, the album, it surprised me. I wasn't expecting some of the things on there. I started oh, weeping yeah. in my kitchen listening to oh. it, unfortunately. <laughs> Making some extra salty caramel cookies. Uh, even Dexter's <laughs> like, oh boy, it's ridiculous. <laughs> again? <laughs> again. Uh, gracious. So, yeah, I, again, I wanted to clown down, but it's good. It's funny. It's pretty. Yeah. It's, it's a good song. I, I do like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really like the instrumental at the end. Uh, it's, it is kind of funny how jazzy it is, but I liked it a lot. I thought it was a nice way to go out. Oh. Yeah. Well, Emma, you know how this works. We're going to give it a holy toast or a holy roast. Holy toast, we send this song to heaven. heaven bound. Or holy roast, we send it down to where the chestnuts are. Very much roasting up there. Or if we're not sure, we can send it to purgatory, which is... The space and Caroline, we'll start with you. A holy toast for me. Um, Daigle. Honestly, in my book, you've never done a single thing wrong. Nope, not one thing. (laughs) I stand by all of your choices, uh, including up in the recent years and everything. Um, Including her accidentally biking her way to the Capitol in January of this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just one mistake. Accidents Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I like this a lot. I thought it was a nice treatment of it. It's hard to sing this song solo, but uh, I think she did a good job with it. Very, very sure. Okay. Emma, we turn it to you. I also am going to give this a holy toast. I can't, can't, I mean, it's just such a lovely Christmas song. I'm not going to listen to it outside of the month of December. No offense, Lauren. Um, But it's (laughs) not just you. It's all Christmas music. (laughs) So (laughs) no, definitely adding this to my brother's long playlist of Oh Come All You Faithful renditions. What if this becomes his favorite, his new standard? It's like, screw you, Nat King Cole. That would be amazing. I'll play it for him tomorrow at dinner and see what he thinks. Yeah, keep us posted. I hope he yeah, loves it. <laughs> Caroline, you said she's never done anything wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, pulling it off. Okay. No, <laughs> she's, she's great. not in the year of our Lord 2021. She's got a face I've for hats. Projected behind me, uh, a still worn the bagel bagel, wearing her Gosh. get up to the CMAs, I believe. Man. And what she is wearing a full top hat. Uh, it's just. Yeah. And, I would look like a real uh, asshole in that hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she. And I, I mean, think, she's so beautiful that like it's close to being okay, you know. But I really right. want her to switch up the stylist because I love that she's being adventurous. I love that she's pushing the boundaries. She's trying out a, a look. Do you think uh, she to pull some something help. off like that, you have to be very beautiful or very on the opposite end of that spectrum for <laughs> yeah, it to be maybe. palatable for yeah, people? To- something in between. Do you think that look would have been stronger if the hat was a cowboy hat instead of a top hat? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, it would have played hat. to her base. Oh, I'm sure there's no shortage of that. I'll give it a holy toast, too. Listen, Dave, uh, oh. you won me over. Whoa. Uh, it, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, was that too intimate for me to talk to her directly and not the two people before me? <laughs> yeah, we can go. I get it. Do you need a minute? I could take a break for a second. (laughs) If you need a duet partner uh, in the future, what what would be a good song for me and her to duet together? If you had to pick one. Not Baby, It's Cold Outside. I don't want to do that. Maybe like, oh, maybe like the Christmas song by the Chipmunks. We could do that together and put our own little spin on There you go. You could do an Okamai Faithful rendition. Get those harmonies in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. What was your suggestion, Caroline? <laughs> yeah, do the chipmunk song, but it's just your normal singing voice as Alvin. 
Hey. No, you don't have to sing. No, Amy Grant does that too. She's done a, you know, the Christmas song, Christmas Don't Be Late. I think it's maybe what it's called or just the Christmas song. Anyhow. Uh-huh. Aye, aye, aye. Anyway, we're not the final word on this. You are, dear listener, so you can give it a roast or a toast yourself. Get out there at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Pokemon go to the polls. Merry Christmas, Hillary. Guess what? <laughs> Cozy economy. It's Christmas. I want hot sauce in my stocking <laughs> or whatever the hell she'll say. Oh, Bill and Hill, do you think they get each other Christmas presents? Yes or no? If they do, I don't think I want to know what they are. Yeah. yeah. I think they do, and it's just a slap in the face. Oh, it's an iTunes gift card. Bill, <laughs> iTunes doesn't even exist anymore. iTunes. I know it's vintage. <laughs> and he laughs, his little laugh. All right, let's watch impeachment. They they watch impeachment together to one. They watch down. impeachment every night together before they go to bed. American Crime Story impeachment. Oh, my God. Oh, well, Emma, we're dimming the lights in here. We're lighting the candles, and we're not here to promote ourselves or to plug our projects. We're here to lift them up to the Lord. And we'll start, as per usual, with Miss Caroline Ely. What's up? Uh, You can (laughs) lift me up at at Caroline's Farts Online. Mm. And I'm trying to lift up a good uh, Christmas song for this week. Maybe one by um, Sia. Yeah, <laughs> I do like her Christmas music. That's the thing. That is the thing. Okay, here's here's an interesting one. Um, I'm gonna lift up a New Year's song. So I'm Ooh. thinking ahead a little bit. But if by you Taylor need a Swift? good New Year's specific song, Regina Spector has a great New Year's song. Ooh. It's a little bit wistful. Um, it's sweet and it's it's lovely. So wait, can I guess playlist. how it goes? Can I guess how it goes? <laughs> it's New Year's Day. I it's New Year's Day. She Ooh, like yeah. a monkey. <laughs> she sounds like a little monkey, a cute little monkey who's good at singing. Uh, I like her. Eleven Eleven uh, vinyl coming out for all my other Specter heads. Very exciting okay. time for us. Specter heads. And Caroline's not talking about Phil. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. no, it's Phil. <laughs> Specter heads rise up. What? He just, he died. Uh, thank you, Caroline. We turn it to Emma. Um, you can lift me up on the internet at Emma Tree, E-M-M-A-A-T-R-E-E. For the mm-hmm. month of December, the tree can be a Christmas tree instead of the normal trees that I put in bowls and smoke. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't, can we talk about that on this show? It's okay. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep okay, it. Okay, yeah, 420 good. friendly question mark? <laughs> I don't know, Caroline. We got to have a meaning about we this do. after the record. Um, uh, catch me on the Good Christian Fun Podcast before I got fired for talking about weed. Hey. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? We're like, hey, Emma, it was fun, uh, but that yeah, was not okay. The promoting drug culture on this show, you know. <laughs> uh, look, it gets you closer to God, right? Yes. The higher you are, the closer to God. Oh, uh, beautiful. No, you can find my other stuff else, like through there, all the podcasts. Check out the Headgum Network, full of good shows. We love it. We love um, it. I'll, I'll lift up uh, another favorite Christmas album, the Beach Boys Christmas album, uh, that we also listened through all day yesterday ooh. while setting up our Christmas tree. Uh, a real a real classic fave of mine. So give that a listen. The this Beach Boys December month. Yes. Christmas album. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you know, you can find me at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. 
uh, Letterbox, OnlyFans, Peloton, the big three, as I yeah. call it. Uh, and I will lift up. <laughs> man, I'll lift up uh, the the you know uh, holiday Christmas party. The the um, <laughs> oh my god, it's. <laughs> Oh my God! It's Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. There it is. Good grief! <laughs> Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings put out an album called "A Holiday Christmas Party," and it's my favorite. Oh no, it's not called that. It's called a holiday. I thought you were just lifting up all holiday Christmas parties, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, oh, okay, Christmas parties." Wish I could go to one. If you do them, <laughs> invite me. I'm nice. No, it's called a holiday soul party, and clearly, I'm a big fan because I got Love the them. name and the artist right immediately. And Emma, it's not the Dab Kings, okay? It's, it's the Dab, Dab Kings. Kings, okay, Emma. You can call this out, right? Damn it. <laughs> All right, check out my new project, the Dab. Kings. <laughs> oh, oh no. I would love that actually. Competition. <laughs> uh, like those nice boys that take pictures of, you know, people in the Target and see how they pose next to them. And turns uh, out everyone's yeah. ready for it. It's yes. really nice. Yes. Uh, so we'll lift that up and you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Go to patreon.com slash good Christian Fun for more good Christian Fun. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. This month's charity, once again, is Feeding America. Emma, thank you so much for doing Emma, the show. Emma, true delight. So thank glad you. our listeners could meet you, put a voice to the name, our fearless producer, the yes. person that's made our lives so much easier <laughs> and made us sound so much better. Uh, you, anything I, I can do to help. It sounds like I'm doing wedding vows. Emma, <laughs> from the day that you started producing our show, <laughs> I knew that it was special. Webster's Dictionary defines producer as... <laughs> Someone I love. <laughs> Emma, our show without you would be like Mickey without many. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Emma. There's nothing left to say except for, okay. okay. I, I love, love you. you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Emma, what is the version, the non-pentatonics version, but what is the version of <laughs> Oh Come All You Faithful that you would like to go out on? I had shouted it out earlier because it's my brother's favorite. So let's go with a Nat King Cole. Yes. Nat King Cole. Oh, come. King of Christmas. All you faithful. Yeah. He's the king. Not Elvis. Could be. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Just of Christmas. <laughs> okay, yeah. Drop it. Two, <laughs> three, four. Oh, come. <laughs> all right. All and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Joyful and triumphant O come O come To Bethlehem That was a HeadGum Podcast.